<laughs> Get this. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll have you. I didn't I'll give consent to this. You are being recorded, my friend. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, my materials are very low on running a podcast remotely. Uh, my I, my Blue Yeti microphone, I haven't been able to get to work. And uh, and uh, I'm having to use my Xbox headset uh, to do this. But How are you? We shall prevail. But this is one of the nicer ones, I'll say that. It's, it's, uh, Sounds one good. The, I don't sound – it doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, it's it's like the it's the one you actually have to buy, not the one that just comes with the box. So yeah. Oh hey, Tim, you a hot dog or a brat, dude? <laughs> yeah. There he yeah, is. That's what he's doing. He I had brats for dinner too. He is munching that brat. <laughs> How do I change my uh, my picture here? I don't have a webcam, but I should have a picture. You have to go to zoom.us. And log into your profile. Oh my God, Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell Max, and then uh, go to your go to add a photo there, and then you're going to want to add a photo. Uh, what is this under settings? There. Yeah, go to profile, and you'll see that you have a like nothing as a picture. Got some baby Yoda vanilla. <laughs> yeah, man. A very high, highly pixelated photo of vanilla ice. Ice, ice, baby. I'll just have you all know that I am three beers deep and poured myself a two-finger pour of Rieger's whiskey. And I plan to be doing this for the duration of this <laughs> this event. I'm a few beers deep, too. So, you know, we're feeling nice. We're feeling rice. We're doing what? You're back. Dos minutos por favor. Lost Jordan. He says he's going to be right back. I have a picture, but it's not displaying here. What gives? Like on my profile, I have one. Um, log back, log in and out of the uh, client again. Oh, okay. I trimmed my beard today too, Tim. Yeah. One's a little little short. Feels better. Feels weird. But I do think I got it a little too short. But it was, I mean, it's getting warmer outside, so I wanted to bring it down anyways, but. Looks fine. Doesn't look bad at all. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <clears throat> Still not shown. That's a picture of Jared. Ah, Frontier Trail. He's going through all your freaking photos. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I can't. Tanner's so confused right now. It's not doing anything for me. 
Oh, there we go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back. Two seconds. Oh, oh we'll see it. This is bullshit. Picture of a camel. Yeah, this is my Wednesday virtual background. <clears throat> this is one of my favorites. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know, gang. I can't get the picture to change. I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. You have to leave the meeting and then come back. I after did. You sign out. Sign back in. Did. No, you have to. You, didn't, you, you never left the meeting. You have to sign out of the Zoom client and then sign back in. I did. You I did clicked not. leave meeting. You were in this the whole time, was he not? No, I wasn't. I clicked leave meeting. You must have left like right as I did. <clears throat> you can do a meeting analysis, Max. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> what up? There he goes. He left. All right, lock the meeting now. <laughs> lock it down. <laughs> Thinking about buying, uh, Ooh, shit. I'm thinking about buying an iPad Pro. Well, you know what you should do: walk down to Sandhills Brewery and buy some beer. Keep them in business. Are they open? Are you gonna be able to buy? Yeah, I yeah, went down should. and got, I got six four packs and a bottle of red beer. They can't nice. see it's my virtual background. Yeah. Jordan, what, what year did you graduate? Was it? 2010. 2010? Okay. Yep. Guys, it is still not working. Tanner, get your shit together. <laughs> Just kidding. I left the meeting. <laughs> what are you I doing? Stop. Get out. out of here. Get out. Stop it. <clears throat> How's everyone's quarantine going? Good, Good man. Not bad. I did some I mean, grilling. Grilling today. Just hanging hey, out. Hey, me too. I haven't been able to work from home, so it's uh, been kind of normal. Got that county jab, dog. People depend on you. Yeah. You keep Kansas running, Tanner. Yeah, Tanner. Well, Johnson County running, yeah. That's Kansas, pretty much. That's <laughs> all of Kansas. <laughs> it's a lot of it. If we look at population density... It's, it's the majority. Yeah. Well, who's, who's, who's ready to... Who's this guy flickering in and out of Tim's background? It's my, it's my brother. Get out of here. <laughs> Just he's just popping in and out, glitching in and out. All right. Um, okay. Well, let's get this show on the old road. Um, you know, um, yeah, I do enjoy yeah, doing the remote. The the remote. You know, of course, I prefer to do it in person. But you know, this this remote thing isn't going to be so bad uh, for the time being until we can. Uh, reconvene at, at yeah. Judith's apartment <clears throat> but uh no it should it should do the trick as i said i am 
uh, what may have been, uh, I, I said a two finger pour, but it may have actually been closer to a, a three. Mm, yeah, that looks like, well, we also do have a massive ball of ice in there too. It's true. And it's one of those cool glasses that actually has the, uh, it's got the mountain. It's, oh, got a, it's got a Mount Rainier mm. right in there. Uh, it's kind of dope. Um, so, you know, could be drinking heavy the next few days. But also because I took time off. So I was supposed to have a vacation from today through Monday because yeah. of March Madness, which, of course, got canceled. And mm-hmm. now I'm going to replace that with uh, Star Wars and playing Animal Crossing. And, mm, dude, uh, I'm so pumped. I'm ready. You have this. Yeah, dude, I am. I, I already pre- downloaded it. Same, got a pre-downloaded. Ready I'm just to, ready. Ready to rock. Dude. What is it, 2 a.m.? Is that when it's? Is that? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming probably they're going to go with uh, the old California. No? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. When right. I think I heard 2 a.m., but people are already playing it. People that are like uh, Australia, shit like that. More important question, Jordan, are you yes. going to be a time skipper for like the first like 15 days? Uh, probably not. I did that on the, on New Leaf mm-hmm. real, real hard. And I think yeah. it ruined the experience. So I've heard, and I'm thinking I'm going to do this. I'm going to set my switch back 15 days, like to, before I start playing. So it's nothing gets messed up. So when I, I can get caught up and not miss any of the dates, cause I could change the time back. Yeah. Um, because I um, hear that the first 15 days of the game can be rather slow because you don't get, you have like two villagers and it takes some time to do, get like all the things you need to actually get the game going. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to wait 15 days to feel like I'm like really in this game. So uh, oh, I, I, I might, I might do some time traveling. At okay. First. So pretty much you'll start off the game, do your daily activities and then reset the day. Exactly. For 15 days. Really, really exactly. selling this for me. Max has been trying really hard for me to buy this game. It's pretty. It's Animal it's Crossing's fun. great, Tim. It's, it's great. It's one of those games that you can hop on daily. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much time to complete all your shit. It's fun. It doesn't take much effort, and you could play it for hours on end because there's yeah. just like there's so much. You're trying like, to collect. You got to fill that museum if it's anything got, like the other ones. I see. Exactly. Got fossils to collect. Got. Can you turn those catch. fossils into Pokemon? No. You turn them into dinosaurs. You turn them into real life dinosaurs. Um, Even better. You can do house decorating, crafting. It's just endless stuff. I cannot wait. I've been. Uh, now, this is going to be the first Animal Crossing game I've played. Oh, really? Since uh, the GameCube oh. version. Okay. Uh, that will not. That, okay. That's a little bit of a lie. Uh, the first one I'm going to play seriously since the GameCube version. Because the GameCube version came out, I put so much time into that i think i still have my gamecube game with my save cartridge in there and i'd yeah. love to maybe jump back into that at some point but so many so many uh, hours sunk into that gamecube version and then i got the um and then i got the uh the version for the wii and i actually wasn't the biggest fan of the wii version when i when yeah. i started playing it. i just didn't feel like there was enough new stuff and that's pretty much true is from what they said it was basically a port and then they added some new things yeah um and then new leaf came around and i was only trying like i was that was like in high school and stuff and mm-hmm. in early college and i wasn't able to put as much time into it as i wanted to so i didn't got to play it that much but i i thought it was good so you know now that i have no life and i'm locked <laughs> down for the next god knows how uh, long um, god knows how long yeah got, got plenty of time to play some animal crossing so cannot wait 
for that. Hey, this is a movie podcast, uh, um, but uh, why not talk a little 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 video gaming? Yeah, man. I played video. Video at a new leaf with your brother. What's we that? Brother's towns. Oh yeah, Chuck does play. Did play a lot of New Leaf. Yeah. yeah. I asked him if he was going to get this one, and he said he doesn't think he's going to because he wants to. He's you know with a new Xbox around the corner, he's just not sure if he wants to. Lame. Buy a pass Switch. the Xbox up. Get a yeah, PC. Yeah. yeah. Good to go. Yep. Is Animal Crossing on PC? No, it's on Nintendo no. Switch. Nintendo Switch only. But um, yeah. No, Tim, you should get it. It's gonna be good. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. It'll be worth it. It's I worth buying played. a Switch just for that game. To be honest. Yep. I yep. never played. Wow. I, I bought Mario Party. I bought Mario Party. Been playing Mario Party. Uh, Paige and I have been having some fun with that. Uh, Is it good? Yeah, the mini games. I've heard. Good. I've heard. Not so great things, but. I, I wish they would have just so so they do have a feature where you can just play strictly the mini games, which is kind of yeah. fun. Everything else is just you know your standard Mario Party, which I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wish they would just like have like you know all the mini games that they've ever done like categorized, cataloged in the game, so you can play them. Because like I miss a lot of the Nintendo sixty four. I think it was like Mario Party two or three three or something yeah for, I mean, two for, or three were with the most popular yeah and man the mini games on two or three were insane do you guys remember that game where you have to where you're it's a picture it's like a, a book and you're on the book and the pages are falling over and they have cutouts and you have to rush to the cutout to fit in there without getting squashed by the pages and it's just oh, it's it's so much fun so yeah no we've been uh, we've had fun with that uh we've only played one game but we'll definitely play more and um should be should be a good time nice um but um okay well anyways like i said this is a movie podcast this is a movie podcast after all and on today's episode we're gonna be talking about trailer talk that's right there's a lot of trailers that have come out since the last episode soul black widow jungle cruise and more and we're only gonna talk about those three so i don't know why i said and more um batman we haven't talked much batman in a while and that includes the batmobile new looks of robert pattinson in the batsuit some leaked images Lots of things to talk about there. Scream is getting a reboot or a sequel from the Ready or Not Scribes. And we're also going to talk about what we watched this week, plus much more that have been in the news over the past three weeks. This is Cinemaxic. It's time to dive in. I watched that ending. And there we go. Yeah, I bought the botch the ending. It's been a, it's been a while since I've done that. It's it's time to dive in. This is Cinemaxic, but you know, yeah, you, yeah it'll work. You can't win them all, especially you know, even a little rusty, a little rusty. Um, uh, as always, I'm your host Max Leadham at Max Fozzy, and uh, back again for another great episode of the Cinemaxic Podcast Remote Edition. Because uh, we're all trying to do our two week quarantine, do our part, and uh, take care of the world. Um, with me, as always, are my remote co-hosts, uh, Tim Reichmuth. Tim, how are you doing today? You're on hot right uh, now. Healthy. At least I think. I may be asymptomatic. All right. And Tanner, Tanner Rush, Danger Rush, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing all right. It's doing good, doing good, moving into a new apartment and everything. A lot, oh, of, yeah. a lot of stuff on your plate. Uh, hey. Wild month. And, of course... Uh, our producer slash seducer Jordan Katzer on on uh, on this meeting, making sure everything goes well, and uh, oh, you know, yeah, and uh, you know, we just love his presence here. So even if he doesn't have as much to do in this one, uh, we do love his presence, and we want him here to discuss. I don't all plan on doing shit with us. Hey, 
we appreciate you and we're glad you're here. When I'm sitting back and relaxing <laughs> and listening. That's that's right. Hey, pour yourself a drink and let's uh, let's have some fun. Um, and that goes for all of our listeners as well. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a beverage. It's time for the sweet, sultry sounds of the Cinemaxic podcast to walk back in to your life. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for your patience on this new episode of Cinemaxic. Uh, we've had a lot of life events going on. Been uh, obviously with what's been going on in the world today, haven't been able to match up schedules quite as easily the past week. And also Tanner is uh, was moving in uh, to a brand new apartment with his uh, lovely girlfriend and is basically playing the role of um, well, not, not to say playing the role, but he's, he's taken on a lot of new duties. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's basically, he's basically a dad now. My so. boy, he's growing up. You said duty. <laughs> I did say duty. Uh, yeah, no, I moved in with my wonderful fiance and my stepson to be. So fiance getting into the groove of everything. Finally breaking the news. I've held it in for so long. Oh, did I not tell you guys that already? You didn't tell anybody, Tanner. No. Tanner, you're engaged? Yeah. Wow. Since when? Uh, it's been a couple months. How long? What? Probably it was October. It was like... Yeah, the end of October. Wait, beginning of been, November. How long yeah. have you all been dating? I've been a little over a year now. Really? It's already been a year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Time flies. Tell you what, I blame it on the virus. Tell you what, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner, you got to wait six years, man. You got to wait at least six years. <laughs> <laughs> My brother waited eight. That's what I was always told. Yeah. I'm going to go for 10. Stepson to be. Wow. How's that feel? You are literally now a guardian. Well, I'm not. Yeah. You're but going to be. Not in any official capacity. Future state. Future state. Yes. Well, wow! That is—I uh, don't think anyone's life events can top what your what yours are. So, congratulations, no, Tanner. That's uh, what, lo- what lovely news. Fucking try to top what I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when's the uh, when's the wedding going to be? November twentieth. Well, you know, now that the plague has ended society, I'm not really sure, but she's got to get through uh, school, her graphic arts program, and then uh, then we'll uh, iron out the deets from there. Smart. You know, Smart. just want to say to guys, you know, hey, uh, it's all a difficult time for everyone right now. It's definitely a weird time, but you know, we're all going to get through it together. You can count on the Cinemaxic podcast and the Force Vision podcast, and maybe you never know. Maybe we'll bless you with a common room uh, to keep what? you occupied. We're going to say that every episode. <laughs> oh, give you something to listen to, and uh, <clears throat> we'll get through this together. It's uh, the, the the it will end. It will come to an end. We just got to persevere. And uh, we should give the people uh, the Christopher Nolan pod. Mm. while we're all hey, uh, hey, we have the free time up. we have the free time so we probably yes, could we deliver on that absolutely um okay guys next week that's a cinemax stick guarantee let's all right hold on now <laughs> our guarantees um, are 100 percent. okay <laughs> all right <laughs> every time well, well let's let's go ahead and move on to the first topic of the day and that is what did we watch this week but not only this week obviously the past month it's been a while since we've done this um and actually, I need to pull up my letterbox because there was – I know there's one movie in particular I want to talk about and I actually want to lead off with. I don't know if there was – what else did I – have I recently watched – let's see. What did I recently watch? Okay, I guess actually that's it. So I recently watched – oh, wait. No, I, I watched an animated movie. Ooh. I didn't watch an animated movie. I watched an animated series. Ooh. Oh, and an animated movie. Oh. With my boy Chanks. Oh. Who? 
Chance, my old roommate. My old, old roommate. Huh. What'd you watch? Um, I'll, I'll just go through my three quick because I don't have to go into much discussion. Nice. Watched, um, fuck, Bong Joon-ho. I brought that up last time you guys were here. I can't remember. Snowpiercer, I finally watched that. <laughs> That's a weird one. It is a weird one, but it was good. I mean, the twist I didn't fucking see happening or see coming. Yeah. Um, and then I watched New York... New York Godfathers, which is an anime film from Tokyo Godfathers. Tokyo Godfathers. Thank you, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, from early 2000s, they did a remaster or something and put it out in theaters. I think a couple weeks back, I went to that with Chance, which was really good. Uh, and then I watched. You are blinking uncontrollably right now. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes are a little dry. And then I watched the animated series on Netflix, Beast Stars, which was pretty good. So. Oh, got a lot, got, got, you got some work in. Good for got you. Got some work in. There's a lot more to be done now that we're fucking stuck at home Yeah, for yeah. the foreseeable future. So yeah. I think actually, for... maybe I should watch some Frozen 2 tonight. Cause that's on... Ooh, there you go. I'm hoping Disney drops Onward on Disney Plus since that's like a lost cause now. I mean, maybe <laughs> at least do digital, I guess. But yeah. Oh, I know what I watched. I watched uh, The Rise of Skywalker. That was the other one I was thinking of. I, could, I watched The Rise of Skywalker again. Uh, when this, this, was was the, this was the... <laughs> Third with an asterisk by it viewing, correct? Fourth. Fourth. Okay. Fourth. Yes, with an asterisk because yeah. of the sleepy time the second, on the second viewing. Um, when did you see the third time? Oh, with my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know. Does it, I, it, does it age it, well? It, I mean, for me, it did. I, 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 you know, like I said, I have my gripes with the film and everything like that. But, you know, I watched it again this past week and, you know, I – I was like, you know, this is just, it's, it's fun. Like, I, I, It's a fun movie. It might not make the most sense. At the end sense. of the day, it's Star Wars. At the end of the day, it's Star Wars. It might not make the most sense. Um, but, you know, also knowing, like, all the things that we've heard from the uh, uh, the expanded content with those books and everything, um, you know, you just... <laughs> you, you wonder you, why. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you fill in some of those blanks that you didn't know about before, and it makes the movie go a little bit smoother. Um, so I do appreciate that. But, uh, the movie I want to talk about that I watched this past, basically it was like two or three weeks ago. I want to say, uh, watch birds of prey. Oh, and, I remember uh, this. Not a fan, not a fan. Thought that movie was awful. Now I, I better or worse than justice league. Um, I would absolutely watch justice league. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need a baseline At, here. <laughs> any, any day of the week. Nuts. Any day of the week, I'm watching wow. Justice League. Justice League is no fun. It's horribly filmed. Dude, at least it's a fucking superhero movie. At least it's what it set out to be. It's like, hey, it might not be good, but at least it's a superhero movie. It's like, why are we doing a Harley Quinn movie? And then, oh my God, here's the rant. Why are we doing this movie? And, and we're not going to, and we're including all these fucking heroes and not a single one of them is going to be like anything that you've ever seen with, with these characters. Black Canary. Oh, that's great. Hey, listen, I'm glad you guys are excited about the Birds of Prey, which plays such a minor role in this movie that they shouldn't even call it Birds of Prey. Makes no sense that we put that as the title of this damn movie. But Actually, let's they, did, they did change it. They, 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 after, they, after the release, though. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they, well, they changed it for the ticket sales, cause yeah. it, it, but it's still, it's still tit- like officially titled this. It's like, all right, Bir- uh, Birds of Prey. You guys know Birds of Prey, comic fans, okay? Black Canary, Batgirl, and uh, Huntress. Well, okay, uh, we don't have Batgirl, so 
scrap that. Okay, Black Canary. She is not Black Canary the entire movie. She's a girl uh, who, uh, who uh, Dinah or Lance, I can't remember what her first name is. Usually the character is Dinah Lance, but I don't know if that's what. What's her name in the movie? It's Dinah? Okay, well, I know her name, last name is Lance. I didn't know what they said her first name was. Um, she's like, she's a, she's a singer, a blues singer or whatever, or uh, just a jazz singer at, at Black Mass restaurants. And she yeah she kicks ass she, like she knows how to fight and everything but she's not a superhero at all this entire movie she is just a regular every everyday girl the entire movie until the one part where you get a canary cry her signature thing the thing that makes black canary black canary you get it once and you get it at the end of the movie and it's a small clip you don't even you, that's it that's it huntress she was spot on i'll give you that she was spot on she was pretty much exactly who huntress was in the comics but she's in it so little you wonder again why are they calling this birds of prey mary elizabeth winstead who plays huntress probably has six lines in total if that i'm probably being generous if that six lines in total she's barely talks the entire time cassandra kane who i'm not gonna act like i'm super upset by because honestly i have no idea who this character is uh but a lot of comic fans are upset by it because cassandra kane is basically this mute girl who very rarely talks and kind of has this dark you know attitude about her but this cassandra kane is literally nothing like anything in the comics it's a completely different character and people are like why did you call her cassandra kane she's a completely completely different character it, it makes absolutely no sense that you would call her cassandra kane because it's not her um black mask yes there were some moments there where ewan mcgregor was clearly having some fun and it was a good time but also hardly any of the movie reminded me of black mask with him he was and, and not and not in a bad way just call him a different villain or something don't call him black mask and have him wear his black mask his skull black mask that makes him who he is literally for two minutes of the entire movie he wears the mask for like two minutes the entire time other than that he's like a miami a, a club owner and he's he literally he doesn't come off very serious uh, and and you know it's a completely different take on the character which again i'm okay with taking doing different takes on the character but like at some point you have to say okay hey listen this is the first time this person's been brought to the mainstream maybe we should stick to a lot of the things that made this character popular in the first place that would make him worthy of being a villain in a major blockbuster superhero movie but no they they that was it was a completely different character victor zaz looks like a forever 21 model has nothing to, he, he he's very stylish and, and but he, nothing about him really reminds me of victor zaz bat batgirl isn't in it so that's like the leader of the birds of prey she's not in it um and you know margot robbie was great as harley i think she's put her stamp on that character and i think that's like she's doing what robert downey jr did with iron man um like making this character kind of iconic for her um but i dude i could care less about the story i could care less about the events that took place um i could care less about the characters uh, i again the fact that they call this birds of prey the movie titled birds of prey is baffling to me because they are not in it um and i was just bored the entire thing it, it like it was like it was it just didn't it didn't feel like it was trying to be a superhero movie at all a comic book movie at all and that's what you sign up for when you hopefully go into something like this and i didn't feel that way and um i i i really genuinely did not like that movie at all i thought it was bad uh the one okay so on top of the harley quinn thing the other benefit i can give it its action sequences were pretty 
pretty awesome. The, yeah. the action in it is really good. And it was actually choreographed. They brought on uh, the John, John Wick director to punch up the action scenes in it, like about, you know, two months post wrap to do some reshoots and punch up the action sequences. And you could definitely tell his touches on that. And then, but yeah, man, birds of prey, like literally, like, I think I gave it two out of five, one and a half out of five. Oh, wow. never, never want to watch that movie again. Have absolutely no desire to see that movie again. Um, and yeah, huh. that's that. Not a fan, not a fan at all. Tim, what'd you watch this week? Uh, watched 1917. Yeah, you did. That's about it. And we've already had an hour-long podcast about it, so I don't really yeah, have anything did. to add. It's good. You should watch it. So good. I I needed to be able. I needed to be available to rent. I don't I know will, if I, can I buy it digitally. You wouldn't buy it. I if I was going to buy it, I need. I'd probably buy it physical, but I just haven't gone out. Yeah, and, that's true. I don't know if I'd want to buy a digital for twenty bucks. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, still holds up. Yeah, second time I, watching it. So. Movie's so good. Tanner, what'd you watch this week? Tanner, you're on mute too if you're talking right now. Tanner? I can unmute him. He watched the movie Mute. I wouldn't do that. We don't know. He has a fiance now. (laughs) Tanner. All right, well, we're moving on. All right, Tanner Tanner watched (laughs) nothing. We'll come back to Honestly, I think we we probably lost Tanner when you were just going on and on about birds you probably he's, you're probably, he's probably big, heard birds of prey sucked and he's like i'm out yeah <laughs> he's a big fan of it yeah i, I did not did not think that was very good um but there were some good trailers that came out this past uh couple weeks that i'm uh, i've i've really been a big fan of um want to talk about first uh the new pixar film coming out this fall uh called soul or is it this summer i can't remember exactly when but it's called soul um, and it's basically about this, from what it sounds like, it's about this guy who had this incredible opportunity and then apparently dies and, uh, his soul is like going to the afterlife and he like fights to go, this sounds very dramatic, but he like fights to go back and it looks like it's going to be this very like introspective journey with great humor and, um, man, they're going to touch on a lot of things that I think are, I mean, definitely going to get the tear ducts, uh, rolling. Uh, Tim, what'd you think of the, the soul trailer? Uh, it looks interesting. Um, I mean, it's kind of tough because after Onward, I mean, on, I was really excited for Onward and, you know, it, it didn't do very well. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I mean, you can't really go wrong with Pixar. So I'm pretty, it, it looked interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I'll go see it. It may be one of those that I'll just wait until it comes on Redbox or Netflix. <laughs> sure. Sorry sure. about that. I'm back. I had to step away for a second. You know, too late. We're moving on. Come back. <laughs> would you want would you, would you want to know? What'd you watch, Tanner? What'd you watch this week? Yeah, oh boy. Um, Tanner, I Tanner, you bang one out, dude. Did what? <laughs> <laughs> Max is like, I have the power to unmute him. I was like, don't do that. He has no, a fiance I'll, now. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Uh, Liam, my, the four-year-old, my four-year-old roommate. Uh, decided to dump some water on the hardwood floor and then run through it. Mm. And so he slipped and busted his ass. Mm. Did he but, learn his uh, lesson? Uh, we can we can only hope. Does he respect your authority? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, what did you watch this week, Tanner? Uh, I watched, finally got around to seeing Fighting with My Family. Mm. Oh, so good. It was good. I, you know, I, this was kind of... 
I not Florence Pugh's first movie, but this seemed to be like the beginning of the, you know, the blow up uh, takedown of 2019 started here. Um, it was good. I thought it was a little. I mean, I know it's based on a real story, but it was kind of predictable. It felt like a kind of cliche um, sports underdog story in a lot of ways, but. Sure. It was it was definitely enjoyable and charming. Yeah, I, I for yeah for it's it's a for me too. It's just a very rewatchable movie. I just yeah. I, I really like I really like rewatching that. Um, I actually rewatched it recently with Paige because it was the first time she had seen it. Um, yeah, really good, really good. Um, uh, anything else there? Is that it? And uh, 1922 on Netflix. It's uh, a horror film based off, uh, I guess, a Stephen King novella. Uh, came out in 2017. It's about uh, Thomas Jane plays a farmer, and he. I mean, it's not a spoiler; it's the premise. But he murders his wife over land, oh my God. and then kind of the guilt and. Oh, this is the. It's a horror film, right? Yeah, and, and does he his, like his, the basement like lo- close in a by, well right? in a well yeah and so yeah, it's yeah. kind of about yeah. his life falling apart afterwards as a result so no uh, that's what i watched nothing really um, new because everything's right. getting uh delayed and movie theaters are gonna die and uh they'll be fine we're, it'll we're be okay die. it's all be, gonna be okay the movie going uh, experience will never go i heard away. I heard that the coronavirus is actually created by Disney trying to get more people to subscribe <laughs> to their service. Yes. That's uh, very true. Just a theory that I heard and I think there's a lot of weight to it. <laughs> Anyways, moving back to our Taylor uh, trailer topic, uh, Tim uh, Tanner, rather, did you watch the soul trailer? Yes. What'd you think? I thought it looked really good does look good i feel like i'm more excited for the soundtrack than anything else about it but the soundtrack will be good yeah i mean it's about the jazz musician so i'm sure it's gonna have great great music in it unless i'm wrong i think it's trent reznor scoring it which is very interesting because he does not have a jazz background as far as i know Hmm. isn't trent reznor the my comic romance guy Uh, no nine inch nails nine inch nails okay so very uh gross industrial i like nine inch nails but we're talking i gotta pop this little fun fact in did you know the lead singer of my chemical romance wrote the graphic novel uh the umbrella academy well the show the novel that the umbrella oh that's right yeah i was like one of the one of my chemical romance guy does something he's like a writer or something well yeah he uh he started out as a comic book artist oh or at least tried to, and then uh, allegedly it was kind of, I don't know, something about the events of 9-11 inspired him to start a band and everything. But um, there's a podcast, uh, Wizard and the Bruiser. I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but they kind of mm-hmm. do these deep dive uh, historical breakdowns of pop culture things. And they did an episode on My Chemical Romance that I listened to while I was working. So I barely paid attention to it. But <laughs> if you want to hear more about that, Chow. Yeah, but, cool. but um, I, I thought the Soul trailer looked, um, I, I just thought it looked really good. Uh, it sounds like kind of Disney is kind of putting a lot of their weight behind this one. Uh, they kind of gave up on the marketing for uh, Onward, it sounds like. They didn't really um, 
put too much effort into it. And uh, and I, Onward got great reviews. It's got great fan scores. That was the, well. that was the one where was it his dad? He yeah, half of his body. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And okay. it's got Chris Pat and Tom Holland um, doing it. But yeah, it's um um. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. I hope they put that on on uh, on demand soon. But yeah, uh, it's Soul I thought looked really good. I love the art style of it. It's got so much charm. Uh, it's cool that it's taking place in this. You know, it looks like New York City. Um, uh, it's it's going to be a, a another probably smash hit for Pixar. I, I mean, say what you will about them, maybe like getting too much credit for you know winning all those Oscars and stuff like that. But but um, they they usually what they put out are at least very much um, watchable very watchable and um and yeah um now the next one i want to talk about was black widow we don't have to touch too much on it because i don't think any of us are really that interested in this movie anyways um all i'm gonna say is that like uh taskmaster is definitely gonna end up being a chick and it's gonna be like uh it's gonna end up being like one of her sisters that she you know went to that academy with that's all i'm gonna say I, it yeah. might end up being florence Pugh, or or it's gonna end up being that like uh what is it rachel weiss um Who's in it, and she's too big of an actress to only be in it for like two minutes. So, because yeah. she was like a uh, she was like a last second uh, per, uh, listing on the poster. So, oh, I, it, it's gonna be a chick, and it's gonna end up being like one of her sisters from that academy. What do you guys think of the Black Widow trailer? It was alright. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not. It's, it's not one of the most it's, exciting Marvel movies that I'm. I think it's a movie to that's... watch, but that we've been waiting for forever and like the hype's kind of gone down so I'm yeah not, black, like, black i'm not dead for it. now yeah so it's like unless they like end the movie Fishy, though that's what i'm gonna say is like they they might end like black widow in the movie like flash forward like to the present day and have it like be her at the bottom of that pit and then like somehow like someone helps resurrect her or something like that. I, I I'm I'm actually calling it now that that's probably what's gonna happen or think something. So? No, there's I a you think Florence Pugh is just taking over as the Black Widow. There's oh. a scene with uh, Scarlett Johansson having pim particles, I think. So I think there's theories that she may go back in time or or go forward in time. Um, okay, well, uh, I, re- I really don't care at all about Black Widow, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens, I guess. I'll, I'll probably catch it when it's on a rental. I don't know. I, she's one of my favorite characters of the Marvel movies, and I, I, I'd go see it just for that, but the trailers aren't otherwise doing too much to get me excited. Yeah. It's. I mean, it seems. I mean, it does seem. I. I do think it looks like a pretty solid action movie. It looks like it's gonna be like a spy thriller, like, uh, you know, the Bourne movies or Mission Impossible, which I could be a fan of. Um, if they keep it grounded like that, then go for it. Yeah. I, um, I do think it has a really good cast too. I mean, you've got David Harbor, Florence Pugh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Rachel, Rachel Weisz, and so. And I'm really excited for David Harbor. He needs more of those big roles and. You know, yeah. he crushed it as Hellboy, so I'm, you know, he needs... Oh, absolutely crushed it. He needs more of that. Um, okay, the next trailer that was big this past week, um, and this one I'm, I'm actually very excited for, Jungle Cruise with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and um, Emily Blunt. 
I just think this looks like a ton of fun. And people have already made a comparison that it's basically Jumanji and Pirates of the Caribbean combined. And I'm actually very okay with that. As you all know, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it seems like they're very much taking a lot of inspiration from Pirates of the Caribbean with its mythical elements and its, its humorous storytelling. Um, hopefully they stick the landing, but I just think this movie looks like a ton of fun. I just, they, Emily Blunt and the rock seem to have really great chemistry in this. And uh, uh, it just seems like it's a, a big adventure movie. And I, I cannot wait. I, I think this looks like so, so much fun. You know, watching these trailers on mute does not do them justice. (laughs) (laughs) If you see me looking down, I'm just, you're watching them now too. Yeah. 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 Tim, are you literally watching it right now? No. <laughs> Jordan, you are? No. no. I don't know what you're talking about. Tim, what do you think? Uh, I mean, any movie The Rock is in is going to be entertaining these days. Um, I mean, it's it, it does look pretty interesting the way you described it, you know, between Pirates of the Caribbean and um, Jumanji. I mean, those are both great movies, good adventure movies. And um, I mean, Emily Blunt, is a great actress. The rock is he's, he's gotten a lot better. I mean, everything he's in, you know, it's, it's very entertaining. He's pretty comedic now too. So I, I mean, I'm excited for it of the three we've talked about. That's probably the one I'm most excited for just cause you don't really know what to expect. Pixar movies. You kind of have an idea of what to expect. This is going to be kind of a new adventure, especially in the Amazon. So yeah. I don't I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the Disney ride too. I don't know if it's just the way this this trailer's color graded, but it reminds me of King Kong with Jack Black. Mm. A hell of a lot. Yeah. And that's watching without sound on, so I can only, <laughs> I can only say so much. Right. But that's uh, what it reminds me of a lot. Tanner, what do you think? Uh, gotta be honest, I have zero interest in this. Really? Yeah. It just looks like super artificial and uh, uh, I'm going to be even more honest here. I watched the original teaser, but not the most recent trailer. That's all right. I think the most more most recent one actually does a little bit more uh, justice for it. But for me, it just seems like it's a, a fun summer flick. I just like something you just go see on a Friday night. It seemed like it just would be a lot of fun. So um, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I always, I dig these type of films, especially, you know, if it's, yeah, if the rock's on board, then it's going to be entertaining. You can almost always guarantee that. Yeah. I mean, not always guaranteed. Right yeah. now. Ever see I Skyscraper? Like, I actually <laughs> thought Skyscraper was okay. Did you? I, I, I never, I never saw it. I only judged it off the trailer. I never saw it either. I thought it was entertaining. I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, it was very much your typical Dwayne, the rock Johnson schlock, yeah. but it was still entertaining. Um, that okay. enough to enough to watch again. It's again, it's like literally one of those go to go Friday chill night. Out. Yeah. Chill out. Just throw it on, order a pizza, hang out type of movies uh, um, that I, that I enjoy so much. So I, I don't, I mean, I've seen literally every, Dwayne Johnson movie that's come out. Actually, I've seen all of them. I've seen all these Fast Furious ones. Saw Skyscraper. Saw Rampage. Seen both Jumanjis. Um, I mean, I, I've been seeing all of them. So, um, okay. but yeah. So 
uh, interesting, interesting stuff there. Um, moving on, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, guys, because it's been, it's literally been that long since we've done a Cinemaxic episode together, uh, all three of us at least. But uh, about two or three weeks ago, um, director Matt Reeves put out his first pictures of the Batmobile for mm-hmm. the uh, for the Batman, uh, the movie coming in 2021, starring Robert Pattinson and um, uh, Zoe. Uh, um, what's her face? Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. And uh, um, lots of other people too. Uh, it, and what'd you guys think of the Batmobile? So for me, I was a little underwhelmed. A lot of people are pumped up. I guess they're excited to see like an actual car be the Batmobile. But for someone, like, yeah. but for someone for, for who's like, you know, I grew up on the animated series uh, and, and Justice League, you know, JLU, the Justice League animated series. I like the, like the, you know, I like that type of car. Uh, not to say that the Tumblr from the Dark Knight trilogy or, um, or, you know, the tank, the bat tank from Batman vs Superman weren't good enough. Um, those were definitely different takes, but I've always preferred, you know, the over the top look for the Batmobile. So it's a little weird to see one so grounded that literally looks like a Camaro. Um, but People brought this up. This is apparently uh, Matt Reeves has confirmed. This is his second year as Batman. This is his second year, so this is realistically maybe a vehicle that would be realistically be able to be modified by a billionaire um, by himself, and that's what some people think that could be. Um, and we also get a look of him in his full suit with the ears and everything. And I think the suit looks really good from the waist up, not including his arms. And uh, that's pretty much it. Because, like, the, the, the pants look like they're just, like, kind of action pants, right? That you get, like, in any action movie. And they're, they're kind of weird, like, almost like cargo pants. And he has some, like, extra padding on there. And then he's got just, like, seemingly standard boots. And then on his arms, he's got these weird gauntlets with n- these strange needle-looking things on the outside of them weird dart looking things on the outside of them. And I'm just not sure how much I dig that, but the, the chest piece and the overall like torso and the cowl and cape, I think look phenomenal. And I think Robert looks incredible as the Batman. I think he's going to be a great Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, and you know, he just looks, he just looks really, really good in it. So I can't wait for more of those pictures of him in the suit to leak out. But also again, people are saying that the suit is only the rumor is that this is his, kind of prototype suit something he's been wearing for about a year or two and he wants to get something a little more high tech a little more um, um it's just better for what he needs uh so i guess we might see maybe lucius fox come into the fold during this movie to get him a brand new suit and maybe a new batmobile but Is just lucius right fox now it's gonna be a white man <laughs> we'll see <laughs> it's gonna be morgan we'll, freeman we'll find out. bring him back CGI. bring it back yeah um, so what'd you guys think, uh, Tim, what'd you think of the Batmobile and how Robert looks so far in the Cape of Cal? Um, the Batmobile is, I can't agree. It's a little underwhelming, but I mean, I like the idea cause it's something new that we haven't seen before. And I was looking at images online where I think the engine is supposed to look like a bat. If you look at it at the right angle, which I think is kind of cool. Cause it's yeah. kind of subtle. Um, I'm not upset about it. I, I, I like the direction they're going with it. Um, especially if it is the second year, it's something new and maybe something you just kind of tampered with. Um, costume. I, I like a lot. I, I like how the bat is actually, or the bat symbols made out of the guns. 
or the gun that killed his parents. Rumored. It's not official, rumored. but that's what's rumored, yeah. But I think I, I like the idea of at least it being a gun. Because, I mean, it's, it's something different. Um, and it, it makes it mean a little bit more to him. So even if it's not the same gun, I'm going to assume he probably is using that because a gun killed his parents. And so um, he uses it as a reminder of what not to be, I guess. But I like it. it the suit looks good. I'm really excited for Robert Pattinson overall. I think he's a very underrated actor, and I think he's going to do a fantastic job. And then the cast overall, because is it, is it Colin Farrell? That's Yep, Colin Farrell's in it. Uh, gonna Paul Dano is going to be Riddler. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you got a, a great cast of actors and actresses. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a good one. Um, very interesting take, it being in the 80s, right? So it's not, it's not in the 80s, actually. It's a modern it 90s. Nope, modern day. Oh, it's going to be modern. It looks oh. like a new style, freaking. Uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. They it's uh, well, leaked, never mind. leaked images, leaked images from the set of uh, of the Batman showed like a bunch of these goons who were, had like white and black face paint on, and mm-hmm. uh, these these it was like a clan of someone of one of Batman's villains, and uh, uh, they had smartphones out. Uh, videotaping what they were doing. So it is modern day. Disregard everything I just said then. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. No, I, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, especially after what they did with the Joker. I mean, I know it's a completely different director, but um, I, I think Matt Reeves has put in a lot of time and a lot of thought into this that they're not going to rush it and they're not going to make it poor quality. They're going to put a lot of effort. I mean, you can tell by you know, the process they went through when trying to decide who the actor is going to be. And they, they picked a very good actor and they're, they're not just picking random people to be the villains. I mean, Paul Dano, he, I think he's could be a very good Joker. I mean, him and there will he's be blood. Riddler. Riddler, you mean? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Riddler. I mean, him and there will be blood. He did a, fan, a phenomenal job. So um, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to this movie quite a lot. Good. Um, Jay or Tan Man, any uh, any thoughts on the Batmobile and how Robert looks so far in the bat bat suit? Uh, we actually okay. Quick thing, we actually haven't seen Pattinson in the actual full suit, right? We've only seen from the waist up because all the other ones have been a stunt double, right? Um, so you see, yes, but you kind of see in these Batmobile pictures. There's like three of them. You kind of see him full. It's not it's not like super up close, but you do see him in his full suit. Okay. You know, um, I'm on the fence. Why are you I on kinda, the fence, Tanner? I kind of like the more, um, I guess, kind of cloth, military aspects of his outfit, but the more armory things. He looks too top-heavy from what I've seen. Like, it's not balanced. You're saying he's skipping leg day? yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, Tanner, I kind of feel this, you know, I, I didn't feel like there was an imbalance, but I am starting to get worried. That, and it's, it's such an unreasonable thing to be worried about because we haven't seen anything for the movie yet. But f- I'm inferring that right now that this might be more grounded than what I was thinking. I was hoping this movie was going to be very much full-on comic book Batman 
um, with all the over the top characters and just like, you know, the unrealistic, you know, abilities of that Batman has as a normal person. Um, like being able to, like, for instance, being able to like, just, oh, I'm forgetting the grappling hook, just using this grappling hook to, and he just finds a building like, and is able to swing out of there and his unbelievable athletic ability when fighting and stuff like that. Like I was hoping we were going to get a very, very comic book or animated series style like Batman here. Um, and so far it's almost looking more grounded than the dark Knight trilogy uh it's it's very looking very very grounded so far so i'm that would be a bummer it would be a very big bummer i'm hoping we're seeing something different here and really going full in on you know do you think they're going more grounded with the success of the joker i don't think think it no i don't think it has anything anything to to do with that to be honest because i think uh matt matt this matt signed on to be the batman writer before joker even began yeah you know how much pull people have it's, yeah, yeah. You think I, they see that and they're like, "Grounded works." Right. Grounded works. No, sure, sure, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that's that's a valid point. Um, but I, I think Matt has a hundred percent creative control over this. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, he signed on once before and was not given the creative control he was wanting, so he left. And then WB like begged him to come back, and he eventually came back uh, because they gave him a hundred percent creative control. Um, so I'm hoping we get a very comic booky Batman. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about it yet. Um, but hopefully we get something like that down the line. Um, yeah. But yeah, lots more to come on the Batman and its production, and um, you know, hopefully we get more on that sooner rather than later. Because who doesn't love Batman? That's Marvel, DC. It's no matter who you're a fan of. Everyone wants to go see the new Batman movie. So. I think they just need to do a straight up live action adaptation of the long Halloween. Yeah. They're, well, they're thinking, apparently the rumor is that this is going to incorporate a lot of references, uh, or a lot of inspiration and in the long Halloween and um, uh, Batman year one or earth yeah. one earth one. I think year one year one is a uh, big, big time influences on this overall. So we might get a mix of the two. Uh, there is a leaked photo of, from that set where there's jack-o'-lanterns on a porch. So oh. you could be getting something like that very, very much so. Um, you just need to go comic booky with it. Like respect, I agree. Like the old, uh, you know, the kind of 90s, late 80s, 90s era ones. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I do like the first one quite a bit. You know, they were comic booky, but it was, you know, cynical and no one respected it. And yeah. Now it's Nolan as much as, I, again, I really like Batman Begins, but unfortunately I think The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, they're just kind of dry and don't have that over the top. Uh, they don't feel like comic book movies, which was yeah. on purpose. I just, I disagree with the intent of those movies, I guess. I I love the Dark Knight trilogy and I will always love it, but I'm ready for a like a, a very comic booky type Batman. Like just go yeah. over the top with it, go Marvel Cinematic Universe with it, but obviously with you know Batman style. Like just unapologetically go all out with it. Give give Batman animated white eyes. Make it work. Figure out a way to make it work. Like you do with Spi- like they did with Spider Man. You know, just it makes no sense. It's over the top, but do it because we that's what a lot of a lot of people want to see um so 
Okay, uh, moving on. There's another uh, thing that really for me, and uh, this might be more self-serving of, an, of um, a topic than others, even with the DC news, but Scream is getting a new movie from the directors and writers of the Ready or Not film. Now, Ready or Not, I thought was a lot of fun, uh, very horror comedy, and Scream is a horror comedy, and I love the Scream franchise. Nothing, no, I, I, I just absolutely love it. One of my favorite franchises of all time, and I think this is a match made in heaven in terms of getting a new Scream movie going and getting it off the ground. Um, and I, I really am a Scream super fan. I own merchandise from it. I have a Funko Pop of Ghostface. I, I, I love the Scream movies. I watched the TV show, even though the last TV, the season of that TV show was absolute garbage. And you can argue the first two were too, but the first two were still in the same vein as the movies. So I was able to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a perfect fit. Did any of you guys see Ready or Not? And what do you think about them potentially uh, either rebooting or doing a sequel to the Scream franchise? I did not see Ready or Not. Well, that's a good one. You'll, you, um, you would like it, Tanner. I, I but, think you'd really like it. I mean, kind of knowing what it's about from what I've heard, I, I think you're right. They are a good fit for Scream. But I question what more can be done with the Scream franchise at this point. You know, that's the thing, though. It's like Scream is you either love it or you hate it type of thing. That's really what it is because all three movies, have the all four movies and the TV shows have the exact same premise. There's a guy dressed up as Ghostface and he's killing people. Why is he killing people and who is Ghostface? It's the exact same premise, all three, all four movies and TV shows. It's the exact same. Um, so you either are like, oh, man, I, I just love it for its stupid pulpy horror uh on the nose just ridiculousness and um and you either dig it or you don't so for me fine bring on more see what else you could do see if you can mix it up a bit see if you can make it uh make a new twist i i don't even know um but I, you can bet you can bet 100% I will be butt in seat for that in the theater. I've never seen a Scream movie in theaters, obviously. Uh, the f last one that came out, Scream 4, um, I I don't know why. I mean, I just probably wasn't a big go to the movies and watch things then uh, when it came out. It was in like high school or something. I remember Tim rented Scream 4 and brought it over to our house and we watched it like some sort of party and uh, was going on in my basement and we were watching it with a bunch of people, um, but kind of off and on watching it. But that was before my love of Scream became the way it is now, which for me, it's a symbol of fall. Well, that was before? In spooky season. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I didn't, dude. I was not a big, I, I was not a big horror movie fan. And I, I don't think, I mean, I, I watched a lot of movies and stuff, but, I, but not like I do now. So um, yeah, man. Absolutely love it. Can't wait. Can't wait. I think uh, Ready or Not, again, in terms of tone, so spot on. Uh, you guys should definitely watch it if you haven't. Uh, it's it's funny, it's thrilling in parts, um, scary in some – not really. It's not really scary at all, actually. But um, that's kind of the way Scream is. Scream isn't very scary, and, um, you know, it's iconic. It's an iconic franchise. I think they're the perfect people to take on the next iteration. Um, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so I've been uh, hearing, so Bob Iger, who recently stepped down as CEO of Disney, 
has basically tasked it upon himself is his job is now fixing Disney Plus. Fixing Disney Plus. And uh, as reported by THR, Disney Plus drummed up over 28 million subscribers in its first three months, thanks in large part to its flagship Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, season two of which is scheduled to premiere in October. However, Outside of that attractive launch series and every single episode of The Simpsons, the service has very little to offer older viewers for four months to its existence. There's been a serious lack of new content to keep the subscribers from jumping ship, and we're still five months away from The Falcon and Winter Soldier, the service's next killer app. The original films have left much to be desired. When was the last time you heard anybody mention Togo or Noel in conversation? Very little. Um, that's from Collider dot com but according to THR Iger will reportedly be tasked with repairing the services somewhat chaotic behind the scenes development environment to help Disney Plus reach its stated goals of 60 to 90 million subscribers in 50 original series and 10 films and specials each year by 2024 Disney Plus had a major advantage when it launched but it really needs to figure out its original content arm before serious competitors like Quibi HBO Max and NBC's Peacock launch later this year again that's from Collider and THR um I get a lot of use out of Disney Plus. I, I'm not one who complains much about it. I, I've I watched the Jeff Goldblum series. I've watched uh, um, that one series about the dogs who get chosen to be service animals. I've been rewatching Boy Meets World. I've rewatched the Disney classics. Rewatched the Disney Channel classics like Brink, uh, like Johnny Tsunami, like Smart House, Luck of the Irish, uh, Shipwrecked. You know, the whole slew of them. Been watching them. Uh, so I'm not one of the people who complains about Disney Plus, but I also understand there has been a serious lack of original content to the platform. Have you guys been using Disney Plus very much, or um, were you kind of in line with everyone else? Like, mm, you're not giving me much to do here with other than Mandalorian. I, as for me, the only thing I've used Disney Plus for is Star Wars, essentially. I don't think I've watched anything else. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of with me. Like, I watched. The Mandalorian, and I watched a couple of the Disney originals just because I watched them as a kid, so I wanted to rewatch them. Right. Um, but yeah, and I, now I'm, it's kind of different for me because I don't pay for the actual service Austin does. But I just don't find myself hopping on there because there isn't newer content or original content coming out on a regular basis. What I will say is that at least the five ninety nine price point seems fair and just. Um, it doesn't, I mean, if they were at 10 bucks a month, then you're going to probably have more cancellations than they already have. Yeah. The 599, I don't find it too big of a deal to keep uh, subscription subscribed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I think getting a lot of use out of it. I, I, they have a large catalog of stuff, but also I do see it's, it's, you know, it's a double-sided coin there where you have Netflix and it's, I mean, Netflix, especially, but Netflix and Amazon, um, putting out these original series and movies left and right, uh, and Disney seemingly very much lagging behind. Now, I think it's unfair right now to say that you know that they can't catch up because they are so new. But you'd think they would have had something lined up more ahead of time, so there wouldn't be such a large gap between um, original content like there is right now. Uh, yeah. Tanner, have you been using Disney Plus very much? Any thoughts on the service and uh, what you think needs to be done for? Uh, Bob Iger to quote unquote fix it. I mean, uh, after the Mandalorian ended, no, I haven't been using it a lot for me, but I mean, it's been getting use now. Got a four year old. He's got all of Disney 
to watch. I mean, their entire catalog is pretty much on there. So, I mean, you've got almost all the Marvel films, all the Star Wars films. Like, I think those two things make it worth the subscription if you don't already own those things, yep. which people like us tend to do. But uh, for the average person, yeah, I don't know what there is to fix. Like, uh, original content is not a draw for me for Netflix, for Prime, or Hulu. It's just do they have the movies I've been wanting to watch? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't care if Disney doesn't put out original content on Disney plus. I think there's still lots of value on it in it already. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, again, for five ninety nine, I really can't complain. Yeah. Dude. I, I, I've been, I've been watching a ton of just the content that's on there. I just appreciate being able to stream all of star Wars tomorrow. I'm doing a star Wars marathon. As I'm starting, I'm super excited about that. I'm just going to drink and watch Star Wars all day because I should be watching fucking March Madness, but this damn virus took it away from me. Actually, you ain't going to be watching those Star Wars you mean movies. You mean the same one that was You're started by Disney? But, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I, I, I get a lot of use out of it, but also I do understand if people are coming for original content that Disney is lacking. Um, but for me, Tanner... In, in response to you is like I don't necessarily subscribe for original content but also when good original content comes it's amazing like I mean, Netflix it, has amazing shows that are completely original content Chef's Table uh, you come for things. you come for what else is there but stay for the original content I guess for most people yeah. uh, I agree with that just I don't know at least Netflix like 90% of their original stuff is garbage. It's not worth your time. I think I think what's going to have to be a big step for Disney though, is because Disney makes so much money at the box office, are they willing to commit are they willing to commit to movies that would normally be theater runs to be only on Disney Plus? See, are they willing to commit to that? I don't know because that tastes a little too much like the kind of the dark era of Disney animation where they were releasing all these sequels to their animated classics straight to home video. Like you had Lion yeah. King 2, Lion King like one and a half. Aladdin Return of Jafar, Aladdin King yeah. of Thieves. And uh, they could end up in that kind of situation if they're not careful. Yeah, I mean, there's. I'm trying to think of like a high budget Netflix movie that was like that that would you know be legit a big time money maker at the box office, but came to the Irishman. Yeah, the Irishman. The Irishman's one of them. You're right. That like the, Netflix actually just that's something too though. Netflix just recently started going like putting movies that wouldn't be like arguably direct to DVD quality. Uh out on their service like the irishman um there's and then there's other examples too. Uh, roma roma you know yeah stuff like that 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 just recently in the past two years they've started to put these films um on their service that would be legit theater runs that can make good money on in theaters but they've put them exclusively in netflix but also i mean they did some smaller chain theater runs and stuff like that but um so it's interesting i don't know if disney's gonna be able to lock down to that but if if they did, their subscriber numbers would, would 
increase dramatically, I feel like. And it would be like they have amazing content and amazing chances to make good sequels that are theater quality sequels that they could put on their service. And that goes right into our next topic, something we haven't been able to talk about yet. National Treasure 3, for instance, has been rumored to be uh, in the works at Disney and rumored that it could be a Disney Plus launch. National Treasure is a famous franchise and it, people may joke about it, but everyone knows who Na what National Treasure is. Everyone's seen that movie. And you can say what you want about its uh, flexibility with, with history and how things work, but damn it, are those movies not entertaining. And damn it, have I been wanting to know what's on page 47 in the president's book since National Treasure and the Book of Secrets has come out. Like, I want to know what was on that book. Bring back Dennis Leary and let's find out, as president, let's find out what was on that page? Because damn it, I need to know. Um, and we all need to know. We all need to know. I do not remember the sequel at all. The sequel? Oh, the sequel where uh, Ben Gates kidnapped the president and uh, and <laughs> was simply able to just what walk. a risky move. Yeah, yeah. Which also I I, I love that plot hole in there, like the. <laughs> Ben purposely shuts that big stone door behind him and the president and the president's like, Ben, if you don't find, if you don't find the treasure, they're going to know you kidnapped me. But if you find the treasure, we might be able to get through this. Like, why couldn't you just lie and say, Hey, we were exploring the grounds. And then the door <laughs> us. like, why could you just say that Mr. President? Why you got to fuck up Ben Gates like that, man? Why can't you just, why could you just be his friend? He's just trying to help. And like, you're like, you clearly aren't bothered by him doing that. Like you're okay with him going to find the president's book to see literally you're trusting this guy. <laughs> you're trusting this guy. You know, <laughs> for less than 30 minutes with the country's secrets. <laughs> He's literally, there's literally stuff on the JFK assassination. <laughs> Aliens, are they real? What is Area 51? It's all in the president's book. And you've known Ben Gates for 30 minutes. And because he gave you some Abraham Lincoln pump up story about his granddad <laughs> bullshit, you're going to go let him go to the library and see all the nation's secrets? You're an idiot. You're the worst so president ever. You should be in jail, not Ben Gates. Ben Gates is doing the nation a service by trapping you in that tomb. He should have left you there. Oh, my so, God. That's the secret. Just know a lot about history. Just throw out quotes. You get everything you want. I just, I love that so much. I love that so much. It's like, it's like, if they, <laughs> if they truly thought Ben kidnapped the president, they're just, the president just could be like, oh, just ignore it. It's fine. No, they're going to arrest him. And like, if they weren't going to arrest him because you said, hey, I, literally at the end of the movie, as I recall, Ben and I were we're in the tomb and the door closed by itself and it's like why wouldn't you just said that to begin with just let him off the hook why like yeah. and also I, I love he's like he's like also take a look at page 47 and come back and tell me what you think it's like like he has if he's that curious he literally can't go to the library and but i'm not hating because i love this movie i don't <laughs> it. Like, so i love this movie his buddy in those movies Riley Poole? Yes. He wrote uh, a book. Yeah, he played did. by actor Justin Bartha. I only remember him from being in the first Hangover movie, but he's, he's like three. barely in it. He's, he's in all three. Doug. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Doug. It's Doug. 
but he's barely in all three. <laughs> Hollywood changes their mind about him. Like, what has he been in? I don't know. He was amazing. He's amazing in the National Treasure franchise. Oh, he's, he's done. Hilarious. Was he in Daddy Daycare? He's was he in Daddy Daycare? No, he wasn't. No, you're thinking. I know who you're thinking of, but it's not. <laughs> I know who you're thinking of, but <laughs> it's the same type of guy. It's the same type of actor who just floats around movies to movie, and you're like, does Hollywood like this guy or not? Um, the guy who played, yeah, but Justin Bartha, that's a, that's probably why it's going to end up on Disney Plus, because they're like, coming soon to theaters. <laughs> oh, Steve Nicholas Cage. Steve Zahn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage, who's been in nothing but, who's been in nothing but directed DVD shit for the past 10 years. Diane um, Kruger, who you have no idea who she is anymore. And Justin Bartha in National Treasure 3. <laughs> they haven't, they've literally not been. <laughs> In a, in a quality film in years. Like, literally, going to a movie, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to go see that new Diane Kruger and Justin Bartha flick. It's like, no one's going to see that. No one. I mean, unless you're us, who loves National Treasure, which I guess the entire country is, because that, that right there, folks, National Treasure is good cinema. It's, it is a national treasure. Uh, as a matter of fact, it is. And as a matter of fact, I will, one day, if I become a history teacher, I will be showing that film in my class and pre- presented as fact. Yes. Yes. Ben Franklin has a secret set of glasses hidden in a brick <laughs> in the capital of Philadelphia. He put him in a brick and he put him up there. He knew it was going to be there and he knew someone would find it because he put the Masonic symbol on it. And he knew that someday someone's going to be looking at a $100 bill and realize that this $100 bill was printed at a time when daylight savings wasn't in effect. And luckily, they have enough time to get to the top of the Capitol to find that daylight savings is still a time for the sun to cast a shadow directly on the brick. Max, <laughs> you have more ridiculous. Would you more time. We've spent oh. more time talking about national treasure oh, in the I past can't. five minutes than the collective culture has in the past <laughs> 20 years. I'm passionate about what I'm Man. passionate about, Tanner. All right. National treasure is a quality franchise. Secret lies of Charlotte. After they make the third one, we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do our uh or redo our tr- top uh, five trilogies because that's gonna be number one. As soon as National Treasure comes out, top trilogy <laughs> is National Freaking Treasure, man. No doubt about it. I just—it's obviously—it's gonna be so weird though, because like Ben <laughs> Nicholas Cage has aged. He—he <laughs> he has aged since Book of Secrets, <laughs> and I don't blame him because the guy has been like borderline bankrupt and that's the only reason why he's doing these shitty films time and time again he has played i swear to god he has played like the exact same character at least eight times on like three different types of films all like literally eight films virtually the exact same character that they're making to play and they make him look ridiculous and it looks just awful and uh it's it's bad because everyone knows nick cage and everyone i mean nick cage deserves our respect and our admiration he's an oscar winner and Mm -hmm. um He's an Oscar winner, two-time Oscar nominee, and um, <laughs> getting real. Have you guys? Real, have you guys heard the story about? Now. You guys hear oh, the man. story about Nick Cage at one time when he was uh, he was asleep in his bedroom and he was awoken suddenly, and at the end of his bed was a man completely naked eating a fudge sickle from his freezer. <laughs> <laughs> He was eating a fudge sickle 
wakes up and is like, uh, can I help you? <laughs> I'm like, how do you even, and like, how do you even wake up with that kind of demeanor? If I woke up and there was a man at, my, at the end of my bed doing anything, he could be crocheting. I don't care what he's doing. That is the most terrifying thing in the world. Who are you? Why are you in my house? And apparently, the story goes, Nick Cage got the man a towel, took him outside, and he sat in the front lawn with him until the police arrived, just talking with him. And I'm like, in what world do you not have security systems strong enough that would prevent some sort of weird man from coming into your house completely naked and eating a fudgesicle at the end of your bed? I mean... <sighs> I don't know. These people have expensive houses, but it's not like they have teams of armed guards, you know. What would you do if you woke up? Grounds. What would you do if you woke up and found a naked man eating a fudgesicle at the end of your bed? Oh. I'd probably question if I was dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I'd like, be like, this can't be fucking happening right now. So. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't know about you know, a full-grown adult man, but I live with a four-year-old, so it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility you know, <laughs> for something like that to happen. Have you have you had him walk into the room at night and just say some weird shit yet? No. <laughs> that would creep me the fuck out. No. <laughs> not yet. You all right, Max? Where'd Tim go? Tim is just sending me pictures of John Voight right now. No. Uh, Why? Oh, man. Oh, by the way, this is, this is an inside joke that might nobody will find funny, but what we've, what we've done, my group, what our group of friends has done when we watch National Treasure, we prevent, we pretend that John Voight, has, like, <laughs> as Nick Cage's dad, has not been in the movie at all, the entire movie. Like, he's just not in it. And at the, at the, towards the end of National Treasure, when Sean Bean's character goes, that's that's the key about a convincing bluff, Ben. Sometimes you have to be holding all the cards. And he opens the door and reveals that Ben Gates' dad, played by John Voight, is in the back of the car. But what we've done is this inside joke is pretend that John Voight and Ben Gates' dad is not a part of the story at all, is not in the movie. <laughs> and so it's just like it's just like Sean Bean is just holding John Voight hostage, and that's all the cards. <laughs> and then Ben Gates and Ben Gates is like holy shit, man, is that John Voight? Are you holding John <laughs> Voight hostage? It's like, God, dude, Sean, you can't be doing this. This is, huh. All right, fine, I'll show you the treasure, man. Let John dude, go. That was so high concept. I did not follow it at it's, all. It, but I'm, it, I'm, I'm glad you... Let me lay this out. Let me lay this out. You don't need okay. that Okay, no, we're doing it again. I gotta lay this out. Okay. Oh, God. Throughout National Treasure... John Voight plays Ben Gates' dad throughout the entire movie. John Voight plays Ben Gates' dad. At one point in the movie, Sean Bean's character, who's trying to find the treasure and is trying to convince Ben to tell him where the treasure is, and Ben says, nay, I will not do that. Sean Bean opens the door to a car and shows he has Ben Gates' dad held hostage. And he's like, hey, I'll do some nasty things to this guy if you don't show me where this treasure is. And Ben Gates, fine. Ben Gates says, fine, I will show you where the treasure is. And that's how the movie proceeds. What we're saying in this concept is John Voight playing Ben Gates' dad does not happen in this entire movie. He's not in the movie. He's ben just John Gates' Voight. dad is not in the movie. He's just John Voight. He's just an actor. <laughs> 
John Voight the entire movie, and we don't see him at all the entire movie. He is not in it until that scene where Sean Bean goes, sometimes you have to be holding all the cards and opens the door, and John Voight being held hostage is shown to the camera. And Ben Gates goes, oh my God, is that John Voight? Your holy national treasure, John Voight hostage? Angelina Jolie's dad? Oh. What a movie! I love I love National Treasure. What a series. As a matter of fact, I might watch National Treasure right after this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I might watch Book of Secrets. Book of Secrets is coming. Wait, no, no, just National Treasure is coming. But Book of Secrets, I'm probably going to watch it right after this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I'm jonesing for some Book of Secrets. Jonesing for some. Uh, who's that angry bald guy in Book of Secrets? Um, Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris plays the exact same character in every movie, by the way. Listen, can yes, you be does. angry? He's, yeah, I can be angry. All right, that's perfect. Play him in every movie. Oh, God. What topic was next? I don't even know where we've gone. That was the we last one on the list. That was. All right, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to wrap up this podcast. Oh man, boys! It was so good to do this again uh, this week. And we'll, again, guys, we're gonna we're gonna keep up this pace. We're gonna be r- remotely meeting next week. You know, God willing, uh, things will be much better the week after next week, and maybe we'll be able to get together. Nope, uh, probably not. Probably gonna be at least three weeks or so, but we'll see. Um, no need to be negative, Tanner. Um, and we're gonna hang in there. And, I just uh, don't want to test positive. Sure. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna hang in there and uh, uh, keep providing this this podcast for you guys to listen to uh, pass the time. So uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, I, shout out to Andrew Shepard. Andy was supposed to be on this podcast today, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, where is he? It's my own fault. <laughs> it is get about him. It is my own fault. I got uh, too deep in the national treasure. I told him. <laughs> I told him like yesterday that we we're going to do this at five and mm. uh, I didn't tell him till about seven that we were going to do thirty <laughs> now. And uh, he didn't get back to me until like uh, we were too far into the podcast. So I was like, Oh no. I was like, Oh God, I should have told him sooner. So Andy's going to join us for one of these podcasts uh, sooner or later. Cause he's great. So he'll, he'll be joining us. So shout out to Andy. Sorry that you weren't on this one next week, buddy next week. Um, but yeah, as always, I'm your host, Max Fozzie. At uh, Max Lena, Mad Max Fozzie, you can find us at Cinemaxipod on Instagram, Cinemaxic on, or Cinemaxipod on Twitter, Cinemaxic on, nope, Cinemaxic on Twitter, Cinemaxic Pod on Instagram. Uh, and uh, you can submit your questions to cinemaxicpod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, these will be available on all your, all your podcast services. Be sure to tell your friends, family, and movie watchers about our podcast. We'd be more than happy uh, to have them as new listeners. Uh, for my co-host, Tim Reichmith at Tim Trist, how you doing today? And uh, uh, how'd, you, how'd you like this podcast? Oh, my dear. Uh, I'm doing a lot better than I was to begin with. I'm having a lot of drinks tonight, and I'm stumbling over uh, my words. And for our producer slash seducer himself, Jordan Katz or Jordan, uh, any final words? No, man. I'm glad to be back in it. Yes, sir. And for Tanner Rush at Danger Rush, how you doing today? And uh, I already asked you that before at the beginning of the podcast. I said that to Tim also when I was trying to wind down this podcast. Again, I've had too much whiskey. Tanner, uh, anything you want to say before we head off? Um, yeah, I'm on Amazon right now looking at Blu-ray copy of Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. 
and it's twenty eight bucks. Oh. And it says ships from and sold by Deep Discount Entertainment. That's not a deep discount at all. They bought up all the copies. Yeah, what the hell? Where's where's my copy, Jojo Rabbit? What's going on? What's a deep discount? Twenty eight dollars is not a deep discount. Very deep discount. No. Just wait till Black Friday. That's gonna be like five bucks. Ass. That's fucky. I don't know what that's all about. Tanner, even if you ordered it, you wouldn't get it shipped to you because they're only shipping essentials. That's true. Or focusing on essential products. That is true. Do they have any toilet paper? I did manage to order some (laughs) toilet paper earlier in the week, but it said it might not get here till like the end of April. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) The problem will be resolved by then, so then you're just going to have just a nice surplus of toilet paper. I think that's a win-win situation. Yeah, maybe. All right. right. Um, Order yourself a bidet, dude. I know. That's that's the real solution here. Cleanse your butthole with some water. <laughs> and with that, we're going to end today's <laughs> podcast. Bro, beer bidet. Um, Ooh, thank, there you go. Thank you guys so but, much for listening. But chugging on the toilet. <laughs> God, let's get out of here before it's too late. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, to the Cinemaxic podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. Hopefully, a Force Vision in there too. And I, 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 you know, why not? Let's do a common room in one of these points. And when I say that, we'll never do one. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. And continue to watch on, hunker down. We'll get through this. Love you. Bye. Bye.